0: scripture readings for today are from Matthew 5 9 and John 14 27 blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God and John 14 27 peace I leave with you my peace I give you I do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid may God bless the reading for today Shalom. Many of you know this word, this Hebrew word, which means peace. When I was in Israel over 23 years ago, I heard shalom a lot. People would use it when they would greet one another or when they were parting from one another. When I was traveling around Palestine, I heard the word salam, which is the word in Palestinian Arabic, peace as well. And this was also used as a greeting and as a way to say goodbye to people. The word means more than a greeting and more than just peace. Shalom is taken from the root word shalom, which means to be safe in mind, body, or estate, And it speaks of completeness, fullness, or a type of wholeness that encourages you to generously give back in some way. In the Biblical Hebrew understanding of shalom, There is a point in which you have so much shalom that it spills out from you and is given to others. And so, as you make others peaceful and inwardly complete, that makes you a peacemaker. The scripture that was read earlier, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be the children of God, talks about what it means to be a peacemaker. And the search for peace at home and around the world Is a holy endeavor. Jesus called those who pursue peace the children of God. Now in a few moments you'll hear from my friend Carol Sack. She's a Lutheran missionary in Tokyo. We've known each other for over 27 years and she attended West Tokyo Union Church where I was the pastor. We've been involved in many endeavors together, women's retreats, um, Sunday school, confirmation classes, healing ministry, prayer ministry, and I've admired her gifts in teaching and music. She ministers to people with her pastoral harp in a hospice for the homeless, and she also goes to hospitals as well. And she does prison ministry Carol has been to Kobe almost every year, the last nine years, that's how long I've been here, and she's been to KUC a number of times to speak. She preached here even at Kobe Union Church and played her beautiful harp. She did a talk about the Psalms as well. Most recently, she's been doing online Zoom devotions for us. She came to WOW Women on Wednesday and did a psalm devotion and used her harp, and she also came to our midweek Wednesday worship service as well. And so I invited her today to help with our worship, to share her thoughts about peace, and also to play her pastoral harp. And this month of August, those who will be preaching will be talking about peace.
1: Good morning, everyone. I'm Carol Sack, and I was delighted to be invited by my dear friend, Pastor Claudia, to partner with her in today's message on the topic of peace. I know it's Sunday morning where you are. As you may see, we're pre-recording this up in Tokyo and it's Monday night. But I'm so happy to be with you this Sunday morning. Every year, all of us who are here in Japan in the early days of August are compelled by a painful history in Hiroshima and Nagasaki to think about peace, peace between nations, peace with each other, peace within ourselves, and ultimately peace with God. We've seen the theme of peace and reconciliation front and center in my home country of America in the past couple of months, ever since the murder of Mr. George Floyd at the hands and the knees of policemen in Minneapolis, Minnesota. As you no doubt know, the death of Mr. Floyd sparked the Black Lives Matter movement in a way that has been unprecedented and it's been all over the globe. Actually, I've had a keen interest in these events. My mom is 103 years old now, and she actually lives right in the neighborhood where Mr. Floyd was killed on May 25th in Minneapolis. Two nights later, Minneapolis became like a war zone with protesters expressing their long-held anger and frustration. When I saw the news about the protests on TV here in Tokyo, I could see the stores where I take my morning walks, the bridges and the streets that I know. I even saw my mom's apartment in the news right here in Tokyo. Let me tell you about one of those stores in that neighborhood. Every time I go back to Minneapolis, I shop at this charming Scandinavian import store named Ingebritsens. It's filled with authentic items and clothing and, and delicious foods from Sweden and Norway. I just love that store, so I just have to make a pilgrimage there every time. Well, on the night of May 27th, the riots and the protests broke out Stores were broken into, looted, and sometimes burned. In my opinion, the outbreak in those protests was, in a sense, the natural human reaction to decades, I dare say generations and even centuries of systematic injustices that have been experienced by persons of color persons who are at the same time beloved children of the living God. Well, in the process of these protests, my favorite store, Ingebretsen's, wouldn't you know, also got damaged, broken into. Things were damaged and stolen. The next day, the store owners boarded up the windows like a giant plywood Band-Aid on the gaping wounds of the storefront. I thought the store owners would be so angry at the protesters who had harmed them. But on the wood that covered the windows was written these words in huge letters. One human family, we see your royalty, we share your grief. This, I thought, was one example of what real peacemaking is about. Seeing the other as royalty with dignity, one-to-one, seeing the pain that caused the behavior and responding with compassion. Not responding to violence with more violence, but rather with seeing through the eyes of the dignity and love, the eyes of God that sees each one of us as a pricelessly valuable existence. As Christians, we believe in Christ who is the Prince of Peace. Jesus himself said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the children of God. Paul said in Philippians 4-7, this is kind of the theme verse of my life, And the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The prayer attributed to the spirit of St. Francis says, lord make me an instrument of your peace as claudia may have mentioned usually my work is offering prayer through voice and harp in a hospice for homeless persons in sanya which is a slum area of tokyo but today i will share another story each month My husband and I both volunteer at a large prison in Tokyo. My husband goes as a chaplain and I go as an active listener. The men in the prison just seem to appreciate having someone there to listen to what's going on in their hearts and their souls. The life in the prison, however, is so dark and difficult. Thankfully, the prisoners are not so fearful about their physical safety, but the harsh treatment by some, not all, but some of the guards is a terrible psychological suffering, especially for some of the foreigners who often don't even understand what the guards are yelling at them. Several years ago, one of the foreign prisoners came to talk with me. At the beginning, I asked him, So how are you doing? He answered, I'm doing so well. I was surprised to hear that kind of a response and to see such a peaceful countenance on his face. So I asked him, how can you say that? He continued to explain, I have a garden in my heart and I can go back to that garden at any time. It's a beautiful garden, so I'm doing so well. He had peace in his heart, right there within the harsh realities of the prison. So if he can find that there, surely we can plant seeds of love in our hearts through the Lord. God's garden of hope and peace, a beautiful garden that we can go to at any time. Jesus says in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I'd like now to share um, a short song on voice and harp uh, that perhaps can help you to find peace in your heart. It comes directly out of Isaiah 41, 10. Do not be afraid, do not be afraid. I am with you, I am with you always. お
0: We are in a time when peace is most needed. And what does it mean to be peacemaker in the Bible? As followers of Christ and peacemakers, we do not live free of fear or conflict or challenges or suffering or tough times, but we live with the peace Jesus gave us. The peace that Jesus promises is not an escape from trouble. The peace that the world gives, but the peace that Grice gives, gives us the courage to face any problems calmly. We are not alone. In our world where there's so much to worry about, we know, we have the pandemic, countries and groups at war with one another, the unrest between ethnic and racial groups, environmental issues and so much more. The world needs peace. And we, we ourselves, need peace. A little bit earlier in the service, you heard in our moment for mission from Reverend Jonathan McCurley at Asian Rural Institute. Places like ARI, which is one of KUC's global mission partners and is located in Tochigiken, they work for peace through training people from various countries around the world. At ARI, they are sharing resources, showing servant leadership and teach peace through sustained organic farming. I'd like to quote from their mission statement. The mission of the Asian World Institute is to build an environmentally healthy, just and peaceful world in which each person can live to his or her fullest potential. The mission is rooted in the love of Jesus Christ. When we are rooted in the love of Jesus Christ, we are also called to love one's neighbor as a way to bring peace to the world. This is a way we do shalom. Do you feel rooted in the love of Jesus Christ? Perhaps we feel rooted when we share God's love through helping those in need in our world and looking for ways to make our world a better place. Perhaps you feel rooted when you take time to pray. I know that I do. And another way is staying connected through our community of faith. Where in your life do you need the peace of Jesus? Perhaps you need it in a relationship, or in work, or maybe in your heart, and just finding inner peace within yourself. Having inner peace helps us not only just to feel peaceful ourselves, but also gives us the strength to reach out to others. Jesus said in John 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The good news is that the peace we experience from our faith in Jesus surpasses any temporary peace that the world can give. It can ease your deepest fears and soothe your troubled heart. Throughout the Old and New Testament, there are echoes of the words we read in this scripture. Do not be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled. The evil forces of this world have no power over Jesus and need have no power over us as his disciples. That is why we do not need to be afraid. I often repeat Jesus' promise, making it my breath prayer. Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you. Now that's a little bit long, so I shorten it to, Lord, give me peace. Lord, give me peace. Lord, give me peace. peace." Doing a short breath prayer helps me with inner peace. I am reminded in this gift of peace that Jesus has a heart for me and Jesus has a heart for you, for all of us. Jesus blesses us with his peace and it makes me feel reassured and secure to know this and I pray that you will feel the same way as well. The peace that Jesus gives us is followed by an invitation. See what that invitation might be for you. Maybe it's to get up and go, to make the world a better place, to evangelize, to share your testimony, to pray and or to seek change. Trust that the Holy Spirit will show you how to seek peace. Let us pray. May the God of peace, our constant companion, lead us along the paths of peace and give us the joy of being united in God's love. Amen.